If you have your Bibles, you can go ahead and return uh, turn to Acts chapter 3. And we'll be starting there, going back to where we were Sunday. Praise God forevermore. And I'll pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that uh, your word is forever settled in heaven. In Jesus' name. Heaven and earth will pass away, but, but uh, your, your word will remain. Lord, we love you. We honor you. We just declare we have ears to hear what your spirit says to us. And in the mighty name of Jesus and all God's children said, Amen and Amen. Uh, now, we, we were talking about uh, things being restored. And we, we were looking at uh, Acts chapter 3. Uh, well, we'll start in verse 19. And uh, it says, Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send Jesus Christ, who was preached to you before, whom heaven must receive until the times of restoration of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his prophets since the world began. So, so we've been talking about uh, Jesus is in heaven right now when he was caught up and heaven's keeping him and, uh, till the time of restoration. Amen of all things is, is taking place. And, and we talked about restoring, uh, like taking an old car and making everything brand new. That's the kind of restoration that God does. Amen. Uh, he does it. He does it all the way right and the the restored version is better than the original yeah. praise god and uh we said that there needed to be a restoration of the power of christ a restoration of the authority of christ and a restoration of the character of christ yeah. amen and there's a whole lot of things that this need to be restored yeah. amen and we we talked about he it, it will happen it will come to pass because he's coming back for a glorious church, not having wrinkle, spot, or blemish, or any such thing. Amen. And uh, uh, that means glorious means the glory of God is, is there. The presence of God is there. Hallelujah. And it, now God is, uh, God's everywhere. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere. He's not manifested everywhere. There's a difference between... Uh, him being everywhere and being God and then the manifested presence of God. When, when God manifests his presence, you know, uh, uh, when you get a bunch of believers together believing and worshiping and praising God, then it, be, it be becomes so much stronger and so much more tangible. And, and the power of God is real. And Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And... Uh, uh, I believe he's. I believe he's close to coming back. I, you know, he's certainly closer than he ever has been, and uh, I believe things are happening like never before. And I believe they're. they're we know they're happening here, and uh, uh, we know they're going to happen other places in this country. There's going to be a great and mighty move of God that's that's bigger than any man, bigger than any personality. Uh, Jesus is going to be the personality. And the Holy Spirit's going to be uh, in the midst of it all. And it's going to be awesome. And, and uh, 
we're excited for those things coming to pass. And uh, uh, I was just thinking, uh, we have to be yielded to God. Uh, Jesus, Jesus said, he told them a couple times, it's repeated in the Gospels, except you become converted and become like little children, you can't enter into the kingdom of heaven. Except you become converted and become like little children, you can't enter into the kingdom of heaven. He said that in a couple different Gospels. Uh, and I, I thought about that. And I feel, led, I feel led to talk about this that I'm getting ready to talk about. Uh, I said, Lord, what, 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 why do we need to become like children to enter in the kingdom of heaven? It looks like we need to become like adults and be responsible and be dependable uh, to enter in the kingdom of heaven. But... Uh, you know, really, there's, there's four things about a child that I think please God and I think are, are necessary. You know, children, children have perfect spirits when they're born. And I've heard Brother Hagin talk about it and, and others that uh, even little children, before we made up, it's a, it's a man-made term, the age of accountability. You know, and some people say that's 12. Well... It's, it's really when somebody can understand anything, and there's uh, really not such a term. But we know that, that as children, we're pure. We're pure in heart. You put a little white baby and a little black baby together, and, you know, I, I thank God for uh, uh, our brothers and sisters in the faith and, and uh, our, our faith family, which involves the Rogans and the Parkers. And, and uh, there's, uh, uh, there's some... Uh, Hispanic people involved in it. There, you know, Dr. Hattabaugh's churches in Texas. There's a lot of, lot of uh, people of Spanish descent there, and, and you know, we're all just one, and our kids are all just one. All, all the kids were just playing together uh, during this past meeting. There was, you know, seventy some people for the fellowships, and many of them were children, and uh, uh, they all just they, they all just mingle, and there's there's no color to them, there's no prejudice to them. Prejudice is a learned behavior. Prejudice is something that we learn, and if we're in the wrong place, we learn the wrong things. Amen. And uh, so it's so essential. You know, the name of this church is Word of Life Family Church. The emphasis, there's an emphasis on family because uh, good parents are going to produce good children. Amen. When we learn how to demonstrate the, uh, the, the Word uh, before them, so uh, little children love. They just love unconditionally. They love everybody. Little kids will hug, and uh, sometimes they kiss. You know when they're when they're little. <laughs> oh Lord, I don't need to go there. But but uh, they love. Little kids forgive. Amen. We we got to get this. Amen. We just have a tendency because the way we're brought up and the way we've always thought to just hold on to grudges. I don't think we even realize that we do. But Jesus said, when you stand praying, forgive. 
Because if you have anything against anybody, anything against anybody, your Father in heaven cannot forgive you. Amen. Well, little children are forgiving. Amen. You know how adults will fight and, and uh, never be friends again. There's plenty of people who were best friends with somebody and something went wrong. Somebody done somebody wrong. And they haven't even spoken for years and years and years. And, and this happens in families. This happens in families. Amen. And they despise one another. They can't get over what's happened well if they're if 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 they're going to have anything to do with jesus they're going to have to figure this out you gotta you gotta let go of that so uh, children are, are 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 loving they're they're forgiving they, they they'll get mad they'll have little temper tantrums little agreements because you know they they learn one of the first things they learn is selfishness from us you know and so they'll want to be selfish and that's mine that's my toy. I want this. You know, they got what I want. And they're selfish. Amen. But they can get mad and they can get upset. And that's not one of the characteristics Jesus wants us to have is selfishness. That, that's, not, that's not one of the reasons. Amen. <laughs> Among uh, other characteristics. Amen. You know, they whine. They cry. They make messes. They can't take care of themselves. Jesus doesn't need you to be like that to enter the kingdom of heaven. But what he does want, he wants you to love. He wants you to forgive. Amen. They can be mad. And then a few minutes later, I love you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. And they're back, back best friends again. They, get, they have short memory. Amen. And he wants us to be like that. And then an, uh, another thing I think is very important. And you know the old saying is you can't teach a new dog new tricks. Well, I don't know who said that, but it didn't come from the Bible. Amen. And a lot of us old dogs, we need to learn some new tricks. I'm just telling you. And, and so that's one of the things. Little children are teachable. Amen. And the, 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 there's some old-fashioned things that we need to hold on to that we don't need to give up. Amen. And, and you know, honor and respect of elders and, and respect of the country and re respect of laws is... Uh, 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 wonderful in respecting the word of God uh, uh, I myself I believe the constitution uh, is right the way it was written amen and I don't think it needs to be changed I don't think it needs to be modernized uh, uh, Jesus Christ the same yesterday today and forever amen and it was really good when it started uh, and, and I, I, I'll say this again I say it all the time because I think it's so right uh, democracy, a, de de uh, a democratic republic, is only as good as the morality of the people. And this country was founded on good old hard-working people. You know, if you watch your westerns, there's a few old drunks. You know, that come into that come into Dodge City every now and then. But Matt handles them. Matt and Festus, they handle them. Amen. But most of the people are just good, hard-working, honest people. Amen. But and, and so if a majority in democratic republic majority rules so if the majority is good everything works but now when we get split 50 50 immoral people wicked people selfish people self-centered people uh then 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 we get in trouble amen and that's that's where we get got today and and uh uh they hate god they hate god's word 
they're wanting to do away with anything that's that's godlike they misrepresent it they slander and uh and and bash the things of the word of god and uh you know they did jesus that way we ought to expect them to do us that way but uh god is right amen what did i just uh uh well let's read on a little bit farther of where, of where we were uh Jesus is kept into heavens till the restoration of all times. Verse 22, For Moses said to the fathers, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brethren. Him you shall hear in all things, whatever he says to you. So we're hearing Jesus. We're hearing this word. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. We love the word of God. We're hearing it. And it shall be, verse 23, It shall be that every soul who will not hear that prophet, Jesus, and the word shall be utterly destroyed from among the people. Yes, and all the prophets from Samuel and those who follow, as many as have spoken, have also foretold these days. You are the sons of the prophets and of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying to Abraham, and in your seed all the families of earth shall be blessed. To you first, God having raised up his servant Jesus, sent him to bless you in turning away every one of you, from your iniquity so this is saying that those who believe in the word of god those those who believe in uh jesus are going to be blessed amen but but the rest it's not good amen and, and you know they do that to themselves by rejecting the gospel praise god so uh little children are teachable let's go back to that little children are teachable uh scientific studies have shown that a child learns more between the ages of one year old and four year old they accumulate more information during those times than they do the whole rest of their life. They're learning how to walk. They're learning how to talk. They're observing their parents and their siblings. They're learning everything about life. They learn how to feed themselves. They're, they're getting all these informations. They're forming words. They're making sentences. They're, they're going from zero to a whole bunch. Amen. And they really actually get more information, get more knowledge, progress more in that little bit of span of time than they do the whole uh, rest of their life. Amen. You know, D Dylan was talking the other day uh, about, a, you know, we got a rental car because we had the the the, the deer incident. And, uh, you know, he said, I can't even drive that because I'm, it's not legal for me to drive it. He said, why does it make a difference to be 25? And I says, oh, you, you, you mature a whole lot between 21 and 25, believe me. You really do. I mean, you know, you're... you're uh, you're responsible. We're just watching Luke transform, you know, and uh, things that he didn't care about. You, you know what? He never cared about leaving the lights on. Never cared about what the heat was turned up to. They go. I told him. So I, I don't know how many times I told him. <laughs> they go in the bathroom and they crank up the heater. It's got a it's got a thermostat on. It's got numbers, and uh, if it's on 72, it's going to get to 72 and stay there. But they wanted to get it to 80 and. So it gets to 72 faster, but they leave it on 80. So it goes to 80, it's, 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 it's 86, and they don't even care. But now Luke's got his own home, and uh, he's got his own bills and his own electric bill and his own, his, his own uh, mortgage payment and everything. And, went, man, when you're over there, we thank God they, they, they like us to come visit, and they invite us over. We've been over there several times, and he's, he's a great little host. Amen. But when you walk out of a room, you know, <laughs> shut the light off. And he's so clean. You couldn't walk in his room when he is at home. You couldn't walk in his room because there's water bottles everywhere. You'd sprain your ankle and fall down. And you had to wade through them. You know, you just had to kick through them to get to where, where he's going and stuff everywhere. 
uh, the the router for the for the uh, uh, for the internet was in Luke's room in the in the window, and every time the internet messed up, we had to go in there, and you're taking your life at your own risk, and you just had to. Especially, I had a bad hip, you know. It was rough. But now, you know, you, you can't even leave a water bottle or an empty cup or an empty plate, anything. It's, it's, I mean, he's up and picking it all up and cleaning, keeping everything picked up so nice. So he, he, we're so proud of him. He's, he's really maturing and, and, you know, keeping his place spotless. And, and uh, uh, we, 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 we appreciate that. But we got to become like children. And... That, that means we are teachable, and we can learn new things. And I, and I said all that to say this, because I just, this just came back to me, maybe today and yesterday. I remember there was a time uh, I never went to church, hardly any, until uh, I was in the seventh grade in 72, the end of that school year. We came to Sparksville, and we lived with Granny Parnell out at Sparksville. And uh, there was never a question. We were going to church. The grandkids were. We were going to church. And, uh, and, and I, I, I never had a bit of problem with it. And we were there when I was in the second grade, uh, and we stayed with Granny Parnell, and we went to church. And... Uh, we were we were we were active in that church. There was we was a big part of the church. I knew the we knew the preacher. I remember going to the preacher's apartment and uh, we had fellowship and we were you know act, active family in that church. But then when we went back to uh, the next Air Force base, we just never we just never really got in church. And uh, so I didn't know a whole lot of how anything went. And I got born again when I was thirteen. Praise God and and got in church then and kind of started learning but you know 13 year olds don't pay that much attention to things and and uh i wound up backsliding and got got way way out from god and and rededicated when i was in my mid-20s and uh when tiffany was a little uh two-year-old something like that rededicated and and started and i was called I mean, I was called. I, I, was, I gave up everything to follow Jesus. And so I was hungry for Jesus. And uh, so I didn't even know where to go to church. And I, so Mama told me, you got to pray about that. Well, I, I felt like I was supposed to go to the preacher who had the tent. I was supposed to go to his church. So I dragged my little family there. And uh, my, my mom and dad went there also. And... Uh, just started getting involved, started learning, and unfortunately, everything you learn is not exactly right. And uh, uh, but I was hungry for God, and uh, j- just just pursuing everything that I could. Got filled with the Holy Ghost, and so we were uh, among some Pentecostal people, and we were around people who had uh, uh, a, a doctrine of uh, outward appearance is holiness, and so we heard a bunch of stuff like that that the ladies are supposed to wear uh long skirts and and uh uh, not cut their hair and not wear makeup and uh not try to be pretty for or something like that you know and i didn't really fully understand all that because they didn't have that at the church that i got saved in when i was 13 and 
And so there's a lot of stuff I didn't understand that I was learning. But uh, I learned that kind of religion, let's, let's put it that way. And uh, the only preachers on TV were Jimmy Swagger and the 700 Club. That was the only thing that we had on TV back then. Uh, uh, because back then they just barely had the big dishes out in the out in the yards and you know that was expensive and so <laughs> we didn't have one of those for for a long long time uh but that was all that we could get and you know jimmy swaggered uh is is uh is is jimmy swaggered old time assembly of god and they had a lot of rules and a lot of uh Stiffness and, and Jimmy Swaggart, bless his heart, was real strong on anybody who's just a little bit different than us is wrong. And, and uh, you know, you've you got to be almost a clone of us is, 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 the, is, the, is what I was getting. And uh, so I was that to a great extent. And uh, I, had, uh, I had come in contact with... Uh, uh, some new friends and meeting some new people and they were the people that Dr. Jacobs was a part of that group and and uh, so through them and through through that group I got invited to a praise and worship uh, conference and in the midst of all this I was seeking God and and uh, I was really I was really praying and always just been hungry for God just always been trying to you never stop you never stop. You can't get satisfied. You never stop. And so I was always growing, always learning. So uh, I'd encountered a few things, and we were on our way to uh, a praise and worship conference, and it was at the Coulter's Church in Indiana, and I didn't even really know them then. I just had met them and had got invited to this conference in, in uh, Hardinsburg, Indiana. And uh, we're on the way up there. We had to leave early. There was a morning session and then lunch and then an evening session uh, to this conference. And uh, so we're heading up there. And the uh, person I was with was asleep. And I, I, I believe it was kind of spitting snow even. And I was just going down the road. It was real so peaceful. And... Uh, uh, you know, the snow was like melting as soon as it hit, and it was almost, the sun was almost trying to shine. And the sun was coming up. It was coming daylight. And, and, and I was just praying. And uh, Jimmy Swaggart, he always called the, the new wave the charismatics. Jimmy Swaggart always classified the charismatics as a different group of people, and they were mostly wrong. You know, they, were, they, they had something wrong with them, uh, the way they were thinking and the way they were uh, ministering and worshiping they were they 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 lost their songbooks mostly they lost their songbooks and had the lyrics up on the wall and 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 we'd done that i'd got away i'd got i'd got rid of the songbooks and got an overhead projector and i i got colored sharpies and clear transparencies and i made all our songs up and somebody y'all remember that somebody had to sit up there and be the sl slide person the transparency person and kept them filed so they could try to keep up with us because back then we just we just sing, libel sang one thing and then sang another. Uh, whatever we could learn, whatever we could figure out. And so I'm on the way up there, and, and so uh, God is just dealing with my heart. And, and uh, 
also the charismatics, really the word of faith people, they taught the Bible. They taught. And they slowed down and explained things. Now, as a preacher, I'd have one or two scriptures, and I'd preach for an hour and 15, hour and 30 minutes with one or two scriptures. And a a, a lot of reputation and a lot of hooping and hollering, but everybody seemed enthusiastic about it, and I suppose it helped some people. But but in the midst of all that, God was dealing with me, and I remember this. It was, and it's a turning point in my life on the way up there. And I said, okay, Lord, if, you, if you're calling me to be a charismatic, I'm a charismatic. I remember saying that. I said, if you're calling me to be a charismatic, I'm a charismatic. And what I was doing, I was surrendering what I knew and being ready to learn something different. And it changed everything. It changed everything because I really became a teacher. I really became a teacher then because I I really started studying the Word of God and looking things over and everything just changed. But it was the willingness. It was the willingness to accept and take on something new. And I know people, I know people who are my peers who never made that step. And they're they're still the same exactly as, as we were back then. They're still the same, but I'm different. And I'm not wrong. Amen. I was right. I made the right step. But sometimes through the traditions of men, we've made the word of God of none effect. Or the fear of man. What will my friends say? So many people, so many denominational people, now the Holy Ghost is more prominent and more out there than it ever has been in all of history. Than it ever has been. But uh, there are still so many people who are afraid of their fellowship afraid to lose their position afraid to lose their friends if they go on and embrace all that stuff amen well you know i just want all jesus had for me amen and that was so vital and and so much did change at that moment praise god and i really started learning stuff amen hallelujah it was amazing you hear you hear and you study the word of god different you, you instead of studying the word of god for something to say uh or something to minister, you, you, uh, uh, glory to God. Let's, uh, let's go to Isaiah. In 55, Isaiah 55, this is something I, I talked about a little bit in, in our prayer meeting. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And in uh, verse 11, it says, So shall my word be, Isaiah 55, 11, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth, it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. For you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace and so on. But my word, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. So we're we're talking about God's word. And now this, Isaiah, was the old covenant. Now we're in a new and better covenant with new and better promises. 
But there's something here I think a lot of people miss in prayer, and, and they don't even really expect their prayers to be answered. But Jesus said, you know, when you pray, believe that you receive them. And so some people are just praying, going through emotion, not even really expecting uh, or, or not even having been taught to expect. But, uh, you know, Hebrews 11 and 6 says, without faith it's impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Without faith it's impossible to please God. Not without keeping all the rules. Why? You know, isn't that an odd statement? Well, it is to religious people who've been thinking religious, but the Lord wants us to believe him. We're believers. This is how it works. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that you never know what the God, God might do because that's what you always get. You never know. That's what you always get every time. You, get on, you never know. what. Sometimes he might say yes. But if you believe that his promises are yes and amen, then uh, uh, we can stand on it. Praise God. You can't impose God's will on, on somebody else, but we learn the word. But we say what God's word says. Amen. Uh, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish uh, that which I please. So, so, so sometimes uh, uh, void means uh, empty of power. So when the word returns to God, uh, it's powerful. And it shall accomplish that which I please. And uh, it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. So, so what I, I want you to think about, and this is what I'm saying here, that w how's the word return to God? He gives it to us, it's written. He gives us the word, or we hear it in a sermon and, and read it, but how's it return to Him? We have to say it. We have to say it. We have to speak that word. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I, I remember, you know, and you just get stuff by accident, and then later on you get revelation of it. But I, I remember uh, Larry Lee had that prayer guide. I got a few minutes. Larry Lee had that prayer guide that was tremendous. Could you not tarry one hour? And I got that, and I studied that thing, and I, uh, it, it, that changed my life too. Because I would pray, I would do that prayer, and while everybody was still in bed, uh, I would get up and I'd walk through the house and I'd act out that prayer. And I remember there were several times if I'd have went to the doctor, I, did, I just didn't, myself, I didn't go to the doctor then unless I had a broke bone or something. I mean, just, you know, something hurting. Or, or you know, you know uh, if I can get up and go, I'm going to get up and go. I just, I wasn't anti-doctor, but I was so much trying to believe God that I was healed, that I was just hard-headed. Sometimes I was hard-headed more than I had faith. But uh, I, would, I would get in that prayer guide, you know, in that prayer guide, it has all the names of God. And one of them was Jehovah Rapha. And, it, it, and the prayer guide said, praise him according to the, the seven Hebrew names of God. So I would go through all that and claim that and, and go through all that. So I would come to... I am the Lord that healeth thee. I'm uh, uh, Jehovah Rapha. I am the Lord that healeth thee. And without even realizing what I was doing, I would just begin to walk around the house. And I would. there was a song out that some charismatic <laughs> had come up with. Praise God. It wasn't in the songbooks. Hallelujah. That the, uh, 
I am the Lord that healeth thee. I am the Lord your healer. You sent your word and healed all my disease. I am the Lord your healer. So, so, and then I turned it around and said, You are the Lord that healeth me. You are the Lord my healer. You sent your word and healed all my disease. You are the Lord my healer. And I'm telling you, I had some things wrong with me that, that didn't just fix themselves. Amen. God did great works sometimes in the midst of all that and I would just start out I would just in that prayer time and I just walk around now you are the Lord that healeth me just with all my heart unashamed that nobody everybody else was asleep you are the Lord that healeth me and then I'd go on and I'd go all through the prayer and these conditions caused me pain and had symptoms and I'd realize what happened I don't have that pain anymore I don't have that symptom anymore and, and I, you know, I wasn't getting a whole lot of the teaching that I've got now, but I realized I sent that word back to him, and it didn't return void, and that caused a manifestation to manifest in me without me even realizing it. And I just know I got over some things. I, if, if I'd have went to the doctor, I'd have a list of diseases as long as anybody and, 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 and probably had as many surgeries, but I just, I just refused it. I didn't know what I was doing, and it's all by his grace. But don't let the word return to him void or, or, or return it to him accurately. Amen. By stripes I'm healed. Amen. I'm not moved by what I feel. Amen. Whose report will you believe? I'm going to read the report of the Lord. Let the sick say I am well. Let the weak say I am strong. Amen. Let the poor say I am rich. You say what God's word says about you. Amen. I am righteous. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He who knew no sin became sin for me, that I might become the righteousness of God in him. I have received the gift of righteousness at the new birth, so therefore I have been made righteous in the sight of God. And us religious Pentecostals, we're trying to get that way. And like I said this a while ago, uh, the Creflo's teaching real good, we're trying to achieve what we should just be receiving. And we're fixed on trying to achieve it trying to earn it, trying to deserve If I could just do this, then I'd be with. No, and I realized, I realized some, some of the breakthroughs that I'd just gotten, that I'd just gotten, uh, I stopped trying to achieve and just received. Amen. Because God said it was done. I didn't have any evidence that it was done, but the Lord told me in prayer, he said, I was talking to him about it, and he said, just walk on through. Why don't you just go on? Why don't you just go on over there? All them demons are defeated. All the demons that I saw the week before. They're all defeated. Now, I spoke to them. I spoke the word. Amen. Hallelujah. You got to use that word. Amen. You got to speak the word. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. And let me, let me, let me leave you with this. You know, Dr. Rogan, it, it, uh, uh, the Word and Spirit Conference, his message was... Uh, on worshiping, giving the Lord everything and worshiping, and worshiping is more than lifting up your hands. But you'd be amazed how much lifting up your hands will do for you. And from your heart, forgetting everybody and everything. And, uh, and he used the scripture that we always use, uh, forgiving, let it not be grudgingly, for God loves a cheerful giver. 
Let's, 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 let's give our lives. Let's, let's give all of our lives. He died for us. He's coming back again, and this is going to be over. And anything having to do with your flesh, it's not going to be saved anyway. Anyhow, it's all about Jesus. Amen. And let's give him everything we give him with all we got. Amen. Our prayers, our worship. Amen. I, I, and, and, of course, our finances. Amen. Don't give grudgingly. Amen. You're not in faith if you're, if you're I don't know if I, I'm afraid to do this. You're not even in faith. Amen. But when you're in faith, you can turn it loose. Praise God. Hallelujah. And let me tell you something. When you turn it loose, it comes back. It does. Praise God. He is faithful. Hallelujah. And we've seen that happen uh, time and time again. And, and uh, we live that way. Glory to God. But uh, live your life, your service. Amen. Hallelujah. Everything that you do, do it as unto the Lord and do it cheerfully. Glory to God. With not, not grudgingly, not of necessity. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, and, and there's a lot of people that have the right idea. You know, I woke up this morning. Some people didn't. I'm so thankful. Amen. I woke up in my right mind this morning. Some people didn't. I'm so thankful. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. And I'm using the word on everything that's not right in my body. Every part of my body lines up, regardless of, regardless of what it looked like. I don't care what it looks like. Amen. I'm speaking that word. I'm staying on the word of God. And if you stay with it and praise him and thank him for it like you got it. Amen. I, 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 I got a house sold one time that I was trying to sell, and I was getting discouraged because I put a sign out in the yard. It was a trailer and lot, and uh, put an ad in the shopper. And I had several people come looking at it that wanted it, but because it was a unique piece of property where it had a trailer on a lot and stuff and a house the trailer had been built onto, the banks, no, nobody who looked at it could get the money. So uh, I realized I needed to pray for somebody who wanted it because praying for somebody to want it worked. But this nobody could get it. So I said, I gotta pray for somebody who can get it. So I started praying that way. And then we were at church one night. I think our band was practicing. And uh I sat down on the step. We took a little break and I sat down on the, the little step and uh I I uh, was just praying and praising God and talking to God. He said, What would you do? What would you do if you got a phone call that said your house had sold? And I said, well, Lord, I'd praise you. I'd shout. I'd, I'd give you glory. And he said, well, you know, in other words, exercise your faith. So I jumped up, and I said glory to God, and I started dancing. And I ran around the church a couple times. I ran out in the parking lot and ran a couple laps in the parking lot. And I came back in out of breath. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Because I felt like I'd heard from God. And don't you know it wasn't a day or two till somebody called. And immediately when I knew who it was, I knew I knew where they worked. I knew how much money they had. They ain't got no trouble getting it. It's, it's a done deal, and it was. And it was. But I say, you know, you got, that's how faith works. His word will not return unto him void. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, Father, we thank you. We love you. We want to please you. We understand faith pleases you. We, we just declare your word will not return unto you void, but it will accomplish that which you proposed it to accomplish in Jesus name we just thank you for your goodness and your mercy and uh, uh, we thank you for the abundant life that is in Jesus Christ and it belongs to us and all the blessings of Abraham because we believe in faithful Jesus Lord just have your way in in uh, 
all the people's lives. Thank you for your safety, your provision. Thank you for your new covenant being at work in our midst. Glory to God. The word of God is alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Lord, we give you praise and honor and glory. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. And amen. Well, God bless you. Thanks for coming. Thanks for tuning in. Hallelujah.